hello, everybody. It is Monday, and that means it's another Common Sense Uncensored. And, of course, as always, you can listen to us live and send us some comments. You can go to gfbestsource.com, click the Listen Now button, and chat with clicking on the Twitch link in the upper left corner. And, of course, you can always join us on Rumble live and later for when you need to have more time to enjoy the show. And today is going to be a good one. Today we're going to probably uh, challenge some of you to think differently about what's happening with uh, our wonderful thing. Now that we have officially had COVID uh, declared over with, what I want you to do recognize is what's going on. And so what I have with me and who I have with me is, is everything okay? <laughs> Trisha, so I'm, I'm a little loud. Yeah, and, I'm a little loud. Trying to like figure out the right combination of hearing Hearing aids, hearing, hearing aids, and well, Trisha is my is my resident expert on not just some of the adverse affection uh, in adverse vaccine uh, effects that are happening that you're not being told about, but also some of the hijinks and hilarity <laughs> that, that are going to be coming about because of some things that they're doing with our food. And for those of you who uh, are probably like Trish and I and did not get the jab, don't worry. They have a solution <laughs> for you. And that solution is going to be our food supply. So, Trisha, well, where should we begin? That's during just- COVID, there was this thing on the news about how, well, golly, we just can't get everybody because some people will say no. So we should spray the lettuce with it and see if that'll work. And I don't know if that ever really came to fruition, but the idea... Man, that was a good idea. It managed to stick? Yeah. Okay, we so... put it in the food. So let me, let me look at this because I know that we've been having, and I, and I lovingly call it supply chain issues, mm. and there's been some different things going on with the ability to find food mm-hmm. uh, of certain types. And I want everybody to understand that there's all different classifications of food thanks to marketing. There's, of course... GMO, non-GMO, right. there happens to be organic. And then my other favorite, which is natural. And I want to point out the, the marketing concept of natural to everybody because when I used to teach to my students, I said, so you've got food sitting over here and it's got a natural sticker on it. Does that mean it's good for you? And they all looked at me and said, well, yes, because it's natural, to which I would look at them and say, all right, urine is natural. You drinking any of it lately? Oh, oh. That's one of the things that it's in, like, the list of things they're doing. Urine should be used as fudalizer. Fertilizer. Well, you, you were probably right the first time because we're, we're, we're using all of these new terminologies to make things sound more palatable. So, where, you know, where, it's our carbon footprint. <laughs> yeah, we did, we did that last week. Okay. Do something for me. I'm going to start you off in, in the direction with something called appeal. Okay. And cause, because that one was new to me when I read up on it, and it sounds very, um, how can I put this? It doesn't sound like it's that bad. Right. But, it, but the more we delved into that, when I read your information, I went, holy crap, this is kind of like natural. Mm-hmm. Um, they're making it sound like it's the next best thing, and we, we could have a problem with that. What is appeal? So appeal says that they're going to take... Um, the things in plants that already protect a plant from animals. And they're going to, like, gather those together and then squirt them on your apple um, or whatever. Mostly it's organic apples, avocados, um, some bananas. Cucumbers are really popular for this application. Um, So, you know, it sounds like a good thing, except, you know, like, you're not supposed to eat thistles, especially not the outside. It's kind of bad for you. Um, so they're taking these things that, um, you know, we don't eat from nature and applying them to the outside of fruits and vegetables so that it locks in the moisture. So the, the avocado or the apple or whatever lasts longer and doesn't fall apart as fast. Um, the problem with that is that um, there are things in it that are, are bad for you. 
Now, I want to make sure people understand when I'm talking about appeal, it's spelled A-P-E-E-L. Yes. And you should be able to, as you're looking through things, if you, if you do what I do and I read ingredients, you should be able to look through ingredient lists and find that this is on there. Well, and they're so happy about the appeal thing that they put stickers on stuff. Mm-hmm. So it should be pretty obvious. But it's hard to find the actual ingredients for appeal. Um, what you can do is you can go to the FDA website and pull up the documents that appeal submitted to get it approved. And that is questionable, first of all. When you go to the FDA, I want you to understand something. The Food and Drug Administration is not necessarily there to protect you. Yep. They're there to supposedly make things safe for us by following the, the 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 bar code that mm-hmm. but that's not what they do actually there's a lot of stuff that the food and drug administration has obviously approved that later comes back to be found to be poisonous and then it is recalled by from the businesses via the food and drug administration so a lot of times they willy-nilly approve something right and then later go, oh, wait a minute, that wasn't such a good idea. But then it's not the FDA's fault, it's the, it's the company's, the company's fault. fault. Right. So the ingredients in appeal are, if I pronounce this right. Go for it. Diacycloglycerides, glycerol, ethyl acetate, actonitriol, toluene, I know that one, hexane, palladium, arsenic, lead, cadmium, mercury, and then 1,3-bis-benzyloxide-propan-2-Y-L, 2,3-dihoxyl-propate-palmitate, and 1,3-dihoxypropan-2-Y-L-palmitate. So in that list, they, the, they submitted their, their safety research to the FDA. They did studies on the diacrylglycerol oil, which isn't exactly what's in the appeal and they did a study they, they included a study on monoacroglycerides mm-hmm. which again isn't exactly what's in there so they took two ingredients and said well here's some studies on some similar things and those were considered safe in certain quantities so all these other ingredients must be fine now i want to point something the FDA just like yeah. Said, okay. I want to point something out. Okay, this is, again, going back to the environment. This is where cucumbers are being coated with this to protect freshness and reduce plastic waste so they don't have to be wrapped oh, right. in plastic. Mm-hmm. And this company happens to be founded by the World Economic Forum. Yeah. So already we've got two problems. First of all, it's, it's about climate change. Mm-hmm. So I'm already against it. The fact that it's the World Economic Forum-supported company uh, I'm not happy about that. And when you're thinking about it, people are being told to eat fruits and vegetables to stay uh-huh. healthy. And now we've, we're coating it with a substance that may be the exact opposite of that. So people thinking they're doing the right thing may right. once again be doing the exact opposite. Well, and the name opposite. appeal, you know, right. like things have peels. You would think, well, you can just peel it off, right? If it's on the outside, hey, just peel it off. But it actually soaks into the fruit or vegetable and you can't, it, it, it doesn't scrape off. You would have to cut off a large section of the outside in order to not ingest it, Well, which uh, people aren't going to do. And, and there's another problem I have with it. Supposedly, it can make produce last up to three times longer. Now, the produce right. we're already getting <laughs> is a lot of times picked in the green stage, uh-huh. held in warehouses. You can literally have apples held in warehouses for over a year. Yeah. The veggies and stuff are usually gassed with carbon monoxide and stuff. But there's a safety data sheet that I found. An, an appeal hazard statement says it can cause serious eye damage, mm. may cause an allergic skin reaction, harmful to aquatic life mm-hmm. with long-lasting effects, and you're supposed to wear protective gloves, protective clothing, eye protection, and face protection. And if a peel gets on your skin, you're supposed to wash with plenty of water. But it's on our food. It also says that it doesn't come off of what it's on. So if it gets on your skin, conceivably, it's not going to come off. So hey, you can put some water on it, but it's still going to be stuck. And so even if I'm washing my cucumbers and my apples and stuff, it's not coming off in the wash. It's it's going to be consumed by me, correct? Yeah. Yeah. This sounds like a wonderful product. I don't know how we can manage to, uh, to, to, to not want to take that on and embrace it. But, but this is what they're doing. And um, 
it's getting very scary because what's happening is that all of these growth summits and stuff that are happening in Geneva, Switzerland and everything else, these large organizations are the ones that are rolling this stuff out. And it's basically being rubber stamped. Yeah, because, well, our our, uh, government organizations that are supposed to look at something and say, hey, is this safe? Have instead said, hey, if I pass that, can I get some money? <laughs> and so they do. I'm like, that, that's literally what's happening. Um, I don't know that they're, you know, posting on Facebook, dear appeal, if you'll just give me some money, I'll agree with whatever you want. But that's what's happening. So people that are normally going to the grocery store thinking, all right, there's a whole list of things from my doctor that I'm not supposed to eat. But the one thing my doctor tells me to eat is leafy green veggies, yada, yada, yada. Mm -hmm. So they're going out there. And normally you don't have warning stickers on vegetables for obvious reasons. And it doesn't say, warning, this has things that might damage your eyes. It It just says says it's in there. It just says it's in there. It's kind of like the difference between uh, cereals and potatoes. You know, like a cereal box says it's got calcium and it's fortified with vitamin D and it's part of a nutritious diet and the potato doesn't say anything. See, uh, this is what this is what scares me is is we have we have a lot of people who are counting on the fact that they can read labels mm-hmm. and somewhat manage to protect themselves. And what, what another thing that we're looking at is the EPA is seeking input from small entities on meat and poultry products mm-hmm. about effluent guidelines and rulemaking making, um, provisions and stuff. So what they're also looking to do that I happen to know is they're looking to start inoculating beef, poultry, and pork with the COVID vaccine, and since well, you and are not, what you eat. Yeah. So there's two issues. Okay. Um, the first one is, you know, when you are chopping up a cow, you're going to rinse it, and the water has to go somewhere. And uh, when you chop up a chicken or a cow or a pig or whatever, you know, there are, like, phosphorus and nitrates and things that are just part of, you know, when you wash off meat, it's there. Um, and so this new EPA regulation... Um, in the past, the EPA has had a regulation so that if you process, I want to say it's 10 million pounds of either beef or, ca- or chicken meat, one or the other. Okay. I think it's 10, 10 million of beef and 1 million of chicken per year. Um, then you have to have a, a effluent or water that comes off of whatever you're washing, like cleaning system. And that, that system is like... A minimum of $2 million. Um, And so what they want to do with their new regulation is make that apply to everybody, anyone who cuts up meat in any kind as a business. Okay, so here's where it's going to be coming interesting because June 2nd, I'm getting a half a cow. Right. And my half a cow is going to be taken to the local little meat locker Mm -hmm. down in Castleton or um, Langdon, wherever we decide to take it. And it is going to be processed there. That's going to pretty much effectively put these guys out of business. Absolutely. Every small um, meat processor in every little small town across North Dakota is going to be told, come December 2023, you can spend $2.3 million on a new water system or you're going to have to shut down. Sorry. So this is also going to limit my ability to do what I normally do, which is I go to the farmer. Well, and the farmer may then be able to get your meat processed at like a Tyson yeah, that's facility. not that, that that's not what I want. Well, exactly. But um, you know, Tyson is one of the number f- the top 4 or 5 uh meat processing corporations in the world. And so they as a humongous organization already have these things. 2 million dollars is not that big of a deal for a purchase for them. They've got it. So it's going to shut down all the little guys, kind of like COVID did to small town stores. And force everybody to shop at the Walmart version of meat processing plants. Well, I want to come back to this, but the first thing I want to do is I want to make sure that everybody knows about executive properties and the fact that they do garage door repairs and replacements along with everything else. Oh, yeah. It's up. It's so pretty. Live podcasting here. 
You want me to read it? Okay, well, we're, we're having technical difficulties here, folks. So what I will let you know is that executive properties, along with doing garage door repairs and replacements, will help you with that project you've been putting off around the house that's been bugging you forever. And I want you to know it is spring, and I have gone out there, and I have found all kinds of things out there that need to be repaired. And God bless my husband. He's trying. But I want you to know that you want to be able to work and have that contractor come in and get it done. My husband is a wonderful man, but he gets everything about three-quarters of the way done, and then he walks away. Trish knows this. She's <laughs> laughing at the, across, the, across from me. And Executive Properties says openings right now if you get in and ask them quickly and nicely, and they can help you get that project done. You can go out to Google and check the reviews, and you'll know that things like Executive Properties did a roof project and remodeled the bathroom in our house. We were happy with their quality of work, and the projects were completed in a timely manner, and we will use executive properties for our next home project. So I want you to know, to get that project done, not just three quarters of the way, sooner rather than later, you can call executive properties. That's at 701-330-1273, 701-330-1273. Get out there to executive properties, and they won't have technical difficulties like we just did. It'll be perfect. But let's get back to the fact that I like to buy my beef from the guy I know. Mm -hmm. The beef is treated humanely. It's not loaded with all the fun stuff that the FDA is going to be requiring, like COVID shots and stuff. And it goes to my small town butcher who I know. I get the cuts I want. And that may be, again, something that's going to be going to the the wayside because no one's going to be able to afford it. Right. Because that's the best way to force people to have change is to take away their options from them. And make sure that it's the big corporations. Right. You have Now you have no, you can't go to your neighbor. You've only got big corporations that are in charge of everything, and you're going to be forced to have to go along with them. Paul, is there any way we could get ready to bring up that, uh, that quote that I had out there, if we can get that to work? Because it fits right in right now with what we're talking about. When we're talking about people being forced... To need to, uh, quite frankly, change their way of life, change their pattern, change the way of taking care of themselves in the manner that they think is best, which is what I do. Right. I buy the beef from the guy I know. Mm-hmm. I go to the, to, the, to the place to have it processed in the manner that I want to have it done. And now I'm being told that, yeah, I can maybe, maybe still get the beef from my person, but I'm not going to be able to get what I want. Let's listen up to what we have to say. I'm not hearing anything again. Hang tight. There's an X on the right-hand side. Okay. Leaders are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're we're asking companies. Uh, You have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock we are forcing behaviors. Leaders are going to have to change, and this is one thing we're we're asking companies. Uh, You have to force behaviors, and at BlackRock we are forcing behaviors. I wanted you to hear that twice because I wanted to make sure you understood exactly what he said. Corporations are going to have to understand that things are going to have to change. We're going to have to force behaviors. And what better way can you do this than getting rid of the little guy? Right. And making sure that your only options are the big food processing places, the Walmarts, the the places where where that that are corporate farms, and and we've we've shot ourselves in the foot in North Dakota right now. Just last election, over seventy percent, almost seventy six percent of the people said they did not want corporate farming here. And what came out of this legislation just this just the last mm-hmm. month? Corporate farming has now been allowed, which means it's opening the door for us to say goodbye to our Castleton meat lockers, our Langdon meat lockers, all of our little farmers that are growing beef where they sell you half a half a beef at a time and you can be a happy camper. And this, quite frankly, is going through with government sanction, government approval, and basically it's a government force job. Well, and it's, you know, looking back through history, it seems as though that's been the plan for a while. You know, we moved off of Main Street to a suburb where we could put in a strip mall and then a Walmart. So it's the then Walmart gets a tax break for bringing in a big business. So it's this large company, government corpora, collaboration. And they moved, you know, away from Main Street to kill Main Street. And then, you know, they're, they're just continuing with that. For those of us that have hung on 
to, you know, we like doing it the, this way that works best for our bodies or for our family or whatever. No, sorry, we're going to make sure that you don't have that choice anymore. Well, it's going to get even more scary because coming out of the Netherlands, uh, similar to New Zealand, Netherlands is one of the top guinea pigs because they're the ones that busted up 3,000 farms mm -hmm. and said you can't do that because of your global footprint and your carbon footprint. Senator Mark Rutte tells people that food will be coming soon from only four global food hubs. Right. And what that's could weird. go wrong? Right. So, and those are Europe, Asia, Africa, and South America. So there's got what there's nothing in Canada and North America. Well, or and Canada and America, they are going to yeah. be controlled by the largest for farming corporations right. on the planet. The idea here is to bankrupt the small farmers and forcibly buy the rest out. They've been at it for decades. And what has just occurred in North Dakota? Mm -hmm. We've just said we're going to allow corporate farming. And now we're supposed to all sit back and be fine with that because it's just the toe in the door. Oh, you right. still have to have this ownership and that ownership right. for how long? So I want you folks to understand understand what's happening to your food supply here. They are slowly, with government fully being involved in this. Absolutely. And you're, you're being told, this is a legislator from the Netherlands telling you that there are going to be four giant global food hubs. And by the way, American farmers were not mentioned, like Trish said. What do you think about, is there a way to, 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 to get through to people what's happening? Well, the people need to be start being aware. Um, that's that's the only solution. People have to start being aware. They need to pay cash. Um, you know, you go to a big city and there are signs everywhere. This is a no cash facility. Um, you got to pay cash where you can because you, you got to vote with your dollars. And, um, you know, you, you need to contact your legislators. I don't know that that's going to be doing good, but you have to do it. Try. Because if you don't do it, they're just going to keep on thinking that it's the right thing. I can't tell you how many legislators said, oh, well, gee, you know, that vote really uh, gave me stomach upset. But I didn't know what else to do, so I went ahead and voted for it. Like, yeah, they need to know that we disagree. And that's, that's the thing. Like, you know, during COVID when they said, oh, well, we might just be spraying COVID on the lettuce. How many people said, excuse me? Well, you can't do that. You know, nobody, we don't say anything. Well, and, and those of us who are inside saying, that's not okay. We're not saying anything. Well, and we now they're talking about vaccinating the poultry, the cattle, right. and the pigs. And here's the thing, folks. You are what you eat. I don't know if y'all hunt. I hunt. And you can, you can tell immediately if you've got a corn-fed deer, a grass-fed cow. I mean, when you're eating beef or, or venison or whatever, it's very, very easy to, to know what your animal has right. fed on and what's been in your animal system. And when they start injecting these animals with the COVID vaccine, it has been proven mm -hmm. that that vaccine stays in the body. Those, right. those spike proteins and stuff that attach to the vaccine. It's not just the COVID vaccine. The vaccines that I was able to discover that are now mRNA vaccines are for, for animals. Rabies, toxoplasmosis, the Zika virus, HIV, the enzootic bovine leukosis, basically cow leukemia, um, RSV, RSV uh, respiratory sphincter or something like that virus. Pick it. it. It's terrible on little children. You know, like it's something that as a parent, you're told if your child is going to be in daycare, they have to have the RSV vaccine because otherwise they'll get RSV and they're going to die. And so now we're, we're, we're preempting that parent choice. We are going to put it in the cows ahead of time so you don't have a choice. Um, but, and there's a tuberculosis. The funny thing is we're told that these mRNA vaccines don't change your DNA, right? They do. Right. But there is a vaccine that they are developing that is not curing a disease or illness. It's for cows. It's to make their meat more tender. So no. instead, yeah. So instead of like saying, we're going to give this cow a vaccine to make sure that where the people are safe, we're going to give this cow a vaccine to change the texture of its muscles so that it is more palatable. What? Really, what what could go wrong? All I really happen to know is the fact that when you start messing around with stuff like this, is usually about 10 to 15 years down the line that, that humanity realizes that it erred by the amount of 
carnage that has resulted, usually in result of birth defects or something else. Mm -hmm. And I don't see how this is going to do anyone any good at all. And this is why I like to buy from the guy that I know. And we live in North Dakota, people. It's not that tough to go down and introduce yourself to a rancher or a farmer out there and say, hey, um, I live down the road for you or I'm in the next small town or whatever, and and buy. You can just ask somebody, hey, I'm looking for beef. Do you know anybody has beef? And they'll be like, yeah, my cousin or my farmer or my neighbor. Like. There's, there's, there's plenty of people out there that are small operations. Uh-huh. The, guy that, the guy that I buy from uh, grows, make, makes, makes sure the cattle is there for his, his grandchildren because he right. wants his grandchildren to have good food, and he, he makes a few extra for people, and what he sells to us pays for his grandchildren's food. We're all good. Everybody's happy. Right, and, and actually, because I think we get from the same guy. I think we do. Um, he started doing it because his granddaughter got cancer, and so he grew organic beef to help his, gra- his granddaughter get over having cancer. And that worked. So then if you look at uh, Philip Burla, who's the CEO of Pfizer, uh, let's see, it's the, not the CEO, it's the chief science officer, CSO. Um, uh, he said, half of all people are going to have cancer. Half. <laughs> okay, so he, is he that good of a pro- prognosticator or does he have some inside information that we all maybe don't know about? Like, something's happening. He said half. That's not, I mean, like right now, cancer is, I don't know, what, one in a hundred maybe? Might, might even be less than that. But Well, that has actually one changed. One in two? That has actually yeah, I know. That yeah. has changed since the jab. Right. I, the, the, I mean, besides the fact that they're going to be producing it in our, in our beef, the jab has caused cancer rates. Uh, I can't tell you the number of people that I know who got the jab who were cancer-free. Mm-hmm. And uh, several months after they got the jab, suddenly the cancer was back, and it was suddenly stage four, stage five. Right, and, and they it's didn't not just exist. People that got the vaccine too. That's weird. Is I know two people who have developed who are not vaccinated, but work in a place where they are around vaccinated people constantly, and they have both gotten cancer of the eye. Cancer of the eye, uveal cancer is extremely bad. There is no cure. You will die within one to five years. That's it. Well, there's another thing, too, with the eye. COVID vaccines are linked to untreatable eye, eyeball clots. Yeah. And vaccinated individuals are at significantly greater risk of developing, okay, here we go, retinal vascular occlusion mm-hmm. than unvaccinated individuals, to which I have to say, could the two possibly be related? I don't know. I do know I have this... Uh, um, from December 2021, they had found through just reading the VAERS accounts that cancer had increased by 20, a rate of, of 20 times. So it had increased, you know, like if it was one before, it's 20 now. It's a 20, in, 20 times increase. So that has occurred in two years? That was in 2021. It's up even more now. If you look at the um, just tracking cancer, you know, cancer has always been a pretty consistent baseline. It's very rare. And it's just gone up and up and up and up and up and up. And um, there is a gentleman who specializes in um, studying and analyzing medical data and has a Substack um, account. And he tracks the rate of change. And you, if you look at statistics, you generally get a bell, a bell curve, what's average and what's not average. And the more change you have, the more it deviates from the average, which is the middle of the bell curve. And the rate of cancer is, I want to say, 36 times um, the uh, rate of change difference. So, I mean, like, it's this, dr- it's this drastic increase. It's humongous. There's no way to ignore it. It's shooting through the roof. And that's just the cancer. That doesn't include cancer. the fertility issues, the clots, right. the heart and stroke, right. or my fa- personal favorite, the die suddenly, which we're going to get back into some of this. But first, I'm going to see maybe we can get a Churchill Shoes ad going without me having to read it, but let's try it and see what happens. Nothing? I got nothing. Oh, that's all right. Churchill Shoes has moved. Oh, you gotta, you gotta turn it up. I did. We still got nothing. Hang tight. Live podcasting people. I can't hear it. Churchill Shoes, they're a oh. fabulous place. Oh, it's playing. It is? Oh, thank you, Jesus.
Okay, so we're back, and we want to make sure that we understand that this absolutely 100% safe vaccine that you were going to be taking and there was going to be no issues. And if you've ever watched a commercial on television and seen the quick side effects that come after, you know that even aspirin has side effects, right? But we were assured. So, Trish, what what are some of the highlights of the people who got the jab? Okay, blood clots have a 952 times increase. Jesus. Miscarriages, 800 times. Uh, Myocarditis and pericarditis, 344 times. Heart attack, 270 times increase. Stroke, 264 times. Appendicitis, 215 times. Kreutzfeldt-Jakob disease, which is a brain disease caused um, mostly by cannibalism, is a 198 times increase. Aneurysms, 136 times. Bell's palsy, where one side yes. of your face falls. 114. Multiple organ dysfunction syndrome, 110 times. Blindness, 73 times. Parkinson's disease, 66 times. Ectopic pregnancies, 50 times. Just deaths, 48 times. Preg- complications of pregnancy, 27 times. And cancers, again, 20, 20 times. So and that's just a little sample. Like, if you look at all of the things it does, it's a long list. Well, and VAERS is probably responsible for less than 10% of the reports. So if oh, you go easily. out, if like you go 1%. out to VAERS and there's, there's, you, you look at the things on the COVID vaccines and you assume that it's only 10%. Sweet Jesus, people, we have a problem. Right. Well, and, and that's in order to get a VAERS report, you have to get a nurse and a doctor to sign that off. Um, if you like you as a person can go to VAERS and make your own report and it will tell you, well, first of all, it's not an easy form, but it will tell you during that form. If you are uncertain that this is 100% true, you may be liable to a felony and may end up in court in, you know, in jail for submitting false information. So that right there, that's going to make a bunch of people go, well, I'm not. I'm not a doctor. Maybe I'm not do it. So you have to convince a doctor and a nurse to do that. So the fact that, you know, we have hundreds of thousands of doctors and nurses that were actually convinced enough to submit these reports. That's huge. That had the numbers of what really happened has to be, I don't know, astronomically higher than that. And that's just for the COVID vaccine, which is the mRNA vaccine. But when we're spreading the mRNA vaccine into all these other things, um, you know, there aren't studies on that because, the COVID vaccine was quote unquote proven safe. So when um, you are having something added to the food supply, you want to inject your cow or your pig or whatever with a new vaccine. All you have to do for the, the FDA is to submit paperwork that, hey, it didn't kill my cow. I mean, in the study, it didn't kill the cows in the study and it's already in humans. So therefore it's safe, right? Well, and, and because we accepted COVID is safe, that's the end of the discussion. That's all they have to and do. And that's what worries me when I'm talking to the fact that they're going to start injecting the meat sources and the milk and yep. God knows what else. And if they're injecting the cow's milk and stuff, I, I don't know. I haven't heard anything. But what about the soy milk, the almond milk? I mean, well, which, 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 be, yeah. which isn't milk anyway, folks, if you really want to read a label and, uh, and, and, and look at what you're drinking, which happens to technically be water flavored with uh, cane sugar and uh, pretty Seaweed. much and it pretty much an almond has passed over it yeah. uh, in a but, flyby but but still what the hell well and the you know the chinese um, produced a study like 2 years ago that said that if we vaccinate a dairy cow we can verify that there is a covid mRNA active molecule in the cow's milk we can give that cow's milk to animals and then those animals pick up the mRNA of the of COVID too. So they have proven that it, you know, it, it doesn't stop with the cow. It's going to go down the line. So whoever is consuming that milk is, you know, um, I shared with you that picture the other day from my own milk carton that said uh, there is no significant difference between milk that ha- cows milk from cows that are treated with hormones and cows that are not treated with hormones. We already know that's wrong. Well, and I mean, it's a significant difference. Who gets to define what a significant difference is? Because if we're looking at, you know, say, just blood clots caused by the mRNA vaccine, that's not a significant difference, but it's a 952 times increase. 
but that's not significant. Well, and not just that, but we're so busy being in denial uh, that anything's going wrong. In fact, U.S. District Judge Mark Pittman ordered the release of all documents related to Moderna's trial data for adults, as well as Pfizer's data for children, to be released. Now, this is what slays me. By mid-2025... What the hell? The FDA had previously planned to release the data over a span of, hold on, folks, 23.5 years. I thought it now, was longer than that initially. I would yeah, say it was, it was 70. 75 years. Yeah. Now, because then that was the first lawsuit. Now the FDA must release 100, basically 180,000 pages per month. The FDA right. has argued that it would be impractical to release upwards of 4.8 million pages at a rate of higher than 1,000 to 1,600 pages a month, which would would have taken nearly 24 years. So if, seriously, folks, if you think the FDA is on your side, think again. Because well, I got the factual evidence and Trista, there's evidence out there that they are working against you. Yeah. And the idea that it's um, infeasible is dumb. I have worked in a government job where they paid somebody to stand at the computer and push the button that says print and then wait for the paper to print out and then push the button that says print and wait for the paper to print out. And that was a $48,000 job a year, like 20 years ago. Believe me, they can afford to do it. They just don't want to. Well, and what are they so scared of? If, if there was nothing to hide, right. it, then, then why is there the reluctance to release? If there right. truly was no And they don't no, have to no push no the effects. print button 75 million times. All they have to do is upload the documents to the, to the internet and quite frankly, they're going to have it on their own intranet for their business or their corporation or whatever. All they have to do is make it available. It's already there. They just have to make it available. It's like a couple of clicks. Well, it's, and you and I have already looked at some of the first batch, pick, yeah. batch that came out. And let me tell you what, I am no doctor, but it was freaking terrifying because mm-hmm. what I managed to understand was there is not much good about this stuff. Right. And just like the, the thing that piqued my interest the most was miscarriages, you know, um, they had they they specifically told OBGYNs across the nation told pregnant women if you don't get the COVID vaccine you and or your child will probably die from COVID you have to get it it is safe and then what did we find out oh you know a minimum of thirty times increase in pregnancy loss well the National Pulse came out and just acknowledged the fact that forty percent of women with the COVID vaccine have reported significant significant effects on their periods. Mm-hmm. Heavier menstrual bleeding, loss of period entirely. Um, women that have already been menopausal have gotten their periods back. Youngsters right. have gotten that should not be having a period have gotten a period and people that have had periods have lost them. I mean There's talk about women a screw now up. that are bleeding every day of the month and it will not stop. Let me tell you what, that is a guy's worst nightmare, and I'm not trying to be funny about that, but seriously, Paul. Oh, I was just going to say, luckily, all the dudes that were getting periods, though, oh, that didn't Jesus. affect them. <laughs> okay. That's voluntary, so. Yeah. yeah, and the ones that are going out on TikTok telling everybody how disastrous it is when they get their period uh, that are trans men, I have to tell you, my heart just goes out to them, but... Seriously, here's what the here's what the problem is. Is this is the stuff that's being reported? People imagine, just imagine what hasn't been 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 reported. And right. I mean, you you've got to sit back and go, what the hell? Okay, so there's a, a thing from the World Economic Forum that says, what will food look like in 2050? And one of the things that it, it says on there is upcycled humans. Okay, what's an upcycled human? It means we're, cannibalism. Have you ever have have you seen the old movie Logan's Run from like 1973? Everybody, so, no, wait, 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 thirty years there, old. There's a better one, Soylent Green. That's true. So I mean, if, if, when you're my age, we go immediately to, to Charlton Heston and Soylent Green. So yeah. yeah, so Soylent Green and Logan's Run both are these movies where you get to a certain point, and in order to you know save society from starvation. You get to be fed to everybody else. Well, here's the other fun thing about this, because we know that on, on a lot of, of the Agenda thir- 2030 and stuff, the problem has been how to reduce the population. Mm-hmm. And again, who, our wonderful health organization, admits a staggering one in six people now have fertility issues. Right. Globally, an estimated one out of six are affected by the inability to have a child now. So... People, they tell you right up front what it is they want. Uh When it starts to happen, everybody's suddenly surprised. What the hell, Paul? Oh, I just wanted to point out um, Soylent Green. 
celebrated its 50 year anniversary. But you know, there's actually a Soylent Green that you can buy. Yes, there is. Yeah, yeah, it's It's a protein shake. It's a protein shake. Seriously, God, it doesn't say it has people in it, but it's called Soylent and it's green. But but I just want to look at you, you young, you young buck, and say, bite me. 50 years ago today, he's just trying to get the old lady riled up here. But but I gotta say, you know, when when you've got heck, the Lancet concedes vaccines are not more effective than natural immunity. Uh-huh. So there's there's major medical organizations and things coming the out Lancet telling is you like that, the most rec- it's the best of the best of the best of medical research. I mean, y- y- but but everyone will, will that's watching the show. Not everyone, but a lot of people. Well, I didn't know that. Well, I didn't know because you're not being told and you're not paying attention. Well, and here's the anyway. thing. Here's a big tip. Okay, everybody, pay attention. When you are searching for something, even if you are using Google, add the word PubMed, P-U-B-M-E-D, PubMed to your search. And instead of getting garbage, news stories about how, well, that's not really a concern, you're going to get medical studies. And yes, you're going to have to pull out your dictionary and have like one phone for the dictionary and one phone for reading the article. But then you're going to find out the real stuff. Your eyes will roll back in your head. Blood will trickle out of your nose because (laughs) your brain is finally being overused and you're doing actual research. But it does work. And it's terrifying when you do it. Mm -hmm. But it's good for you. Well, and, and it makes your brain more wrinkly. Wrinkly brains are good. Not to try to bring too much politics into this, but RFK questioned why Operation Warp Speed was, hold on to your hats, people, oh. run by the intelligence agencies, right. not by health and human services, but by the national security agencies. So what makes me think that this has possibly been a weaponized disease? Gee, I don't know, but all of the signs seem to be pointing right there, and there's not much you can say that will make me change my little tin-hatted mind. Right. Um, like, just, you know, I think most people know they've been messing with mosquitoes for a while. Right? Yes. Because if we can fix the mosquitoes, then, you know, people won't get sick from mosquito bites, except the mosquitoes that they fixed are, like, super mosquitoes. They're like, you know, like, I don't know, I don't know what movie it is, but where the, the, super, the regular person falls into the vat of, you know, nuclear waste and becomes a superhero. The Joker. That is what the mosquitoes are. They have become this amazing, super strong thing, and now they're carrying even more. Um, but then also, the FDA approved this great new thing. I know you've seen this. There is well, a, while um, you're looking for that, let me also bring up that those bugs are being eaten. Right. Not just by the robin down the block, but by the chickens and right. other things that you would then ingest. So, again, you're ingesting. Right. You are so what you eat. There's two things that they've developed. One, the first fecal pill. Oh, yeah. I've, yeah. Yeah. When, the now FDA I can t- okay. approved this. Okay. Now, wait a minute. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be, I'm going to go, because this is not public radio. I can go. So now I can tell someone to literally eat shit and die. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, go. I had to. I just go back. I'm sorry. So I had to. Okay, for those of you, for it's it's supposed to be for people who have a specific illness, right? And it's it's actually a little you know capsule. You can take your little capsule, but you have this little plastic capsule, and it's got human poop in it, and you can swallow it. And I just want to say, you know how polio is spread? Yep. Through human poop. There are so many diseases we don't have today because we have clean water supply without poop in it. Cholera. You know what? Let's just give it to the people and have them swallow it. Well, there's so much wrong with what the FDA approves, and there's mm-hmm. so much that's experimental right up until the crap hits the fan, no pun intended, right. over the last thing. But, right. but I'm just getting so tired of the fact that we're being looked upon as human lab rats. Yeah, we are. And, and it's, a- it's getting scarier and scarier and scarier. And the disdain that is coming through. From our supposedly first do no harm group mm. of of physicians and stuff that have taken over that have been left after the ones that refused to take the vax left is just amazing. We're do you want c- me to scare you? Oh, you're gonna have it. We're, I'm first? Gonna, I want you to hold it first because okay. I tell you what, one thing that doesn't scare me. How about that for a segue? Is oh for heaven's 
cakes because I got to tell you what, there's nothing better than treating yourself to some good homemade baked goods, and that's where Oh for Heaven's Cakes comes in. They have the best cupcakes and cakes for special occasions or just a treat. They make special, incredible specialty items by order, or you can just walk in and find out more. While you're there, enjoy homemade lunch and soup with keto, gluten-free, vegan, and diabetic options. And if you're a business owner and you want to treat your employees, they have monthly employee discounts, and you can bring all kinds of cakes and cookies and stuff in and make sure your employees know they're loved. Oh for Heaven's Cakes is on the north side and the back of the Grand City Mall. They're open Tuesday through Friday from 10 to 4 and Saturdays from 9 to noon. You can call 701-757-CAKE. That's 701-757-2253. Or go to Oh for Heaven's Cakes at yahoo.com and be a beautiful cupcake in a world full of muffins. And if you're looking for a cake job, Oh for Heaven's Cakes is hiring. And it's graduation time, so get those graduation cake orders in early because you are not going to be able to get them. They're very, very busy, so work on it now. All right, so where were we? So this is slightly less gross than the last time. Okay, good. All right, crucial For the future brain-machine interfaces, scientists have found a way to integrate electronics into living tissue, crucial for communicating between the brain and medical technologies. A new approach has shown that it's possible to 3D print circuits into living worms. Now, here's the living worm. Yeah. Do you know what kind of worm that is? That is a parasite. I was going to say that looks like a flatworm I used to have uh, experiments on in biology when I was a a youngster. So they are now making parasites that they are going to inject into your brain so that your brain can communicate with your cell phone. Okay. All right. AI just got (laughs) a lot less intelligent. Here's the thing. There's another thing that bothers me about all this. We've we've covered a lot of stuff today. I know people's heads are going to blow out their you know ear bun, ears, but that's okay because I want on you to understand something. As if this isn't bad enough, the disgraced Chinese lab partner that actually was the one that released this virus, whether it came from mm. a bat, whatever it came from, I don't care. The Eco Health Alliance, the group who supposedly developed the risky bad coronavirus research has stirred controversy by receiving a new one million dollar grant from the u.s government for (laughs) pandemic prevention so once again i'm gonna i'm gonna use a correlation for you folks here i want you to understand something government things are running smoothly government create a crisis Make sure everybody runs around and they lose a lot of their freedoms, waving their hands in the air. They lose a lot of their freedoms while you are attempting to take care of the crisis. Mm-hmm. Government solves crisis, creating many other crises in the meantime that they need to uh, fix. But then what does government do? Government starts pouring your tax money into the crisis that was originally created by the government so they can assure you that it won't happen again at the same time that they're assuring you that it probably will. Mm-hmm. Yep. There's a, a quote here. It says, uh, <sighs> St- psychologist Stanley Milgram from like the early 1900s found that 80% of the population do not have the psychological or moral resources to defy an authority's order, no matter how illegitimate the order is. Therefore, only 20% have critical thinking capacity. And then if you look at the flu cases... From 2016 to 2017, there were 29 million. The next year, there were 45 million. The next year, there were 36 million. 2019 to 2020, there were 38 million flu cases. From 2020 to 2021, there were 0.0015 million flu cases, but 32 million COVID cases. And apparently, only 20% of people can go, huh, that doesn't add up. Uh, Well... You know me. Math is not my long suit. And even I can go, I can do the math on that. Right. I can do the math on that. Look, zero, 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 32. 32, 32, 32, zero. Huh. That's kind of funny. Well, the other thing that bothers me is, obviously, Big Pharma does not make money by curing people. (gasps) Big Pharma makes money. By having people continue to be sick, which to me is why when you're looking at all these wonderful ads, which appear to be about every second or third ad when I'm watching a show, 
come with all of these side effects. But we have a pill for that. My favorite is the antidepressant that you take on top of your other antidepressant because uh-huh. it's not quite working enough. But then it's got all of this list of side effects, including one which can be involuntary muscle movements. But it's okay because guess what? We have another they one. have a pill for that. Right, right. Um, it's crazy. It's just crazy. Um, but we're sitting out here as people going, oh, it's okay. I trust the FDA. I trust right? Big Pharma. They'll take care of me. And I know that if I just take, continue to take my boosters, I'll be, I'll be good. And, and, and nothing will ever happen to me. But the, but the Lancet people, the Lancet yeah. has already come out and said that if you managed to catch COVID, did not get the jab, your immunity is better than right. all of the jabs. Plus, they've also proven that there's an exponential risk for all of those things that you listed off mm-hmm. with the more boosters you get, the right. sicker you get. Right. The, um, you know, this, we were talking a little bit about the whole plausible deniability. Right. Right. Like Pfizer could say, oh, well, you know, we're sorry. We didn't really know that it was going to kill babies. But then you look at their documents. Yes, it did know. You look at like the studies they did on animals. Oh, look at that. They actually isolated which mRNAs would kill babies in the womb. Huh. I wonder why they would do that. And then it ended up in the actual final product. Like that's, you know, gee, so odd. But they have all of this, you know, well, we just didn't mean to. We're sorry. We didn't know. Well, and you know damn well that's going to be the excuse they're going to use. They're going to come out and they're going to. There's a, there's a legal term called willful blindness. Yeah. And the law maintains that a person can be found guilty of a crime when they reasonably should have been aware of the criminal nature at hand. All right. They're using this in a lot of different cases. Uh, The way I found out about it, this was on was if you purchase illegal art, if you should have known just from the guy you're purchasing from that it was stolen. But like Da Vinci's aren't sold, you know, in Grand Forks. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Good luck with that. But but it's that willful blindness. And this is where I think they're going to be able to be caught, because I think that there's enough proof out there that these people knew exactly what was going on. Yes. But like there's there's another one. they have developed a um, treatment to prevent potato beetles from growing. Okay? So the treatment for potato beetles is the quote-unquote anti-Viagra for bugs. Okay. Um, so what it does is it um, changes their protein structure, makes them not want to mate with their other potato beetles, and then they're going to spray all our potatoes with this. Okay. They, the company that developed this submitted it to the FDA for every food. And the FDA said, well, actually, we only want you to try it on potatoes first. Why? Like, it had to be so bad that they did, you know, that like, they couldn't ignore it. But okay. then when, you know, 10 years down the road, I w- so-and-so I w- can't have babies. I want to remind people of, of certain other similar um, endeavors where, where, where we went with that. Does anyone know about the Chinese beetles that look like ladybugs that we have here that uh-huh. were imported to kill a certain parasite? I believe it was aphids, but mox nicks. And uh, that are now... Everywhere. Everywhere. All year round. All year round bite and yeah. are impervious things. Does anybody remember when they imported rabbits mm-hmm. into Australia and, and the fun that ensued with that when they were used to take care of something and now Australia has rabbits that they can't get rid of? Does anybody know what happens when the, in Florida when the people have been releasing their Burmese pythons and stuff into that environment because they don't want them as pets anymore? The, the problems that are occurring. The, what I'm trying to say is we have screwed up so badly trying to fix things and so many fronts and we just seem to keep shooting ourselves in the foot trying to tell ourselves it doesn't hurt here it's just a poop pill swallow it i just i just sit here going do we not learn you know we talk you talk about red pilling people telling them to to believe the truth or black pilling people getting them to believe the truth but having them be so depressed that they just are like it's pointless now we actually have a poop pill I just, I just look at folks and I go, okay, people, 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 there's all of this information out there and I've got people that still look at me. Some of them are relatives, in-laws or not my, not my in-laws, but through, through marriage, they're relatives through marriage and they look at me and they, well, that's just wrong. Right. Right. Like, do you, like I had conversations with relatives. Are you sure you want your daughter to get the COVID shot? Because it shows, like I could show you the studies showing that it causes infertility. Well, that's okay. She's only 12. <laughs> yeah, well, that might be a good thing, but but as long as she's not playing on growing up, you idiot. Right. 
Like, it, you know, infertility doesn't go away. And then you talk to OBGYNs. I have infertility. And they're like, oh, no big deal. We'll just, you know, make some babies in a test tube over here for you. You can have infertility. No big deal. Well, they're talking about putting wombs into trans people so that they can experience birth. So nothing beyond. I mean, today science has become God. And what, what we are supposed to do is we, it, it's religion. Uh It's become like climate change. It's a religion. We need to bow at the altar of science and and climate change, and there is no questioning the religion. Those people have a ton of faith because they believe that all this stuff just happened by accident. Well, I I know here's the problem, and and I can look at all of the studies and everything else, but I happen to know of a a 34-year-old young man who was very athletic, training for a uh, a triathlon whose funeral uh, my husband attended on Saturday, and he's known this young man since he was a child. And uh, I happen to know of uh, several friends of ours that uh, encountered the COVID vaccine, one who uh, went almost completely blind uh, 24 hours after the vaccine. Mm-hmm. He has managed to get his sight back, but it is not what it was. And his eye doctor told him it is directly related to the vaccine. He also is getting ready for heart surgery. Imagine that. He also is an athlete. Another one we know with a stroke. I can, the, the, what I'm trying to say, people, is I can continue on. These are just people within my circle. Right. I don't know that many people, quite frankly. I don't either. And I, can, I mean, I know a lot of people who did the quote-unquote right thing and died. Because they were caring and loving, and they didn't check the facts. Because you can be caring and loving and check the facts. Well, and the thing is, the shame quotient was yeah. so high with this. It was. Is, is it was you're not wearing your mask, you're not complying, you're right. not you're not believing the science. Right. And you know, I've had enough experience in science in my life to know that the best way to look at science is not to believe it blindly lockstep. If well, you have science out there and you're not questioning it, you're not doing science. The language of science is money, first yes, of all. Now it is. But secondly, you know, I know that people who had businesses or um, were in charge of nonprofit organizations or whatever during COVID, they received calls from regular people telling them, if your doors are open, you are murdering people and yep. you have to live with that on your soul. And like, the, you're right. The level of guilt that people wanted to share with everyone was so high. And these are the same people that would will, will attack a Christian as a zealot because you maybe look at someone right. and say, Merry Christmas, or they, they sneeze and you say, God bless you. Mm-hmm. I'm just, I, I, I'm befuddled. I, and and that, the best way to put this is I'm befuddled. Um, we've got two minutes left. If you had to say one thing to somebody out there about this entire topic, what would... Oh, Paul, what do you got? I just wanted to pull up an image, because um, remember, trust the science. Right. Yeah. God. Yeah, that's a good image. Yeah, I got to I gotta tell you. Yeah, trust the science. Right. Take a look at that, folks. Yeah, there's no there's no breathing going on there at all, and not to mention the if if you know that those are flutes, the stuff coming out of the spit tube and everything else on right. those bad boys. But I got to tell you, folks, if if you've got one thing you want to leave people with, Trish, what would it be? Read labels, and if you don't understand what it is, use your phone and look it up. Go ahead and stand in the grocery aisle with your phone staring at it. Make the whatever you need to do. Read labels. I want to tell people here's the deal. There are very few individuals on the planet that have a better knowledge of your body than you do Mm. and that are able to take better care of you than you ever will. Mm -hmm. If you think that the answer is going to be in the next pill, in the next syringe, in the next new fad or whatever that's coming down the line, this is your health. This is your life. You only have one body. God, God gives you one. You get one go around on this. This is not the time to walk blindly, um, quasi-religiously mm-hmm. into something and allow someone to turn you into a lab rat. Please, as always, do your own research, but always, always follow the money, and you will find that there are billions and trillions of dollars behind this, and your care is not involved. Everybody, stay safe. Go out and do some research. Have an excellent Monday from Common Sense Uncensored. Bye-bye.